So we're starting this week's Nine Hertz podcast with the amazing band Friend from Newcastle. Um, I have to say, I absolutely love uh, their Bandcamp URL. It's friend the band from Newcastle.bandcamp.com. So if you want to find the uh, the, the version they've uh, put out here, uh, you can find it there. Um, yeah, that was a song called International Top Bloke, which yeah kind of sums up this kind of tongue in cheek. Uh, release really um pete i'd already heard this because i think the independent music podcast played it but you know it's people from lovely wife and, and various other bands from that area um it's brilliant isn't it it's just mm. so um like deliciously sludgy um i loved every second when i heard it before and I, like playing it again just kind of hammers that home mm, yeah I mean, it's so many good bands from newcastle at the moment you know there's you know, you, you get the suspicion now that's probably the most interesting uh, place for music in our underground at the moment. You know, it's, it's, it's such a wide, innovative range of music. And, and, you know, it's whether it's sludgy or noisy or psychedelic or just weird. Um, and yet you find these bands weekly. You know, there's, I, I only realised this after I've picked them, but I've picked two bands which feature um, members of each other this week mm. um both from you because you know it's just further evidence you know it's, it's smoking yeah. gun to kind of um you know in the coronation of newcastle anyway it's it must be an amazing place to be right now i think and, and you know and whatever gigs have, have you know re-emerged um it must be it must be an amazing place so yeah I, I, this just this blew me away I, I absolutely loved it it's it's like you say it's it is sludge but it's it's got a kind of uh you know playfulness to it uh, you know, I, I came across it because it's on human worth. Everything they do is brilliant. We say that every time because we play everything they do pretty much. Um, they, you know, they give money to charity for all their releases. This time, you know, I think it's a Newcastle Women's Centre. So, you know, further reason to invest in this. Um, and just the music. You know, it feels like sludge created by, by like noise rock weirdos. They're a bit like shit and shine almost when they're at their most doom. Yeah. And... I know there was bits where it reminded me of like big business, unsane, and I am monkey, you know, like pure sludge. And it's, you know, and that's a kind of a bit of a lazy journalistic amalgamation, but you know, it's every bit as brilliant as that, you know, as you can imagine the three of those being. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think like so many people have picked up on this, that I think there's only about two tapes left on here. So um, by the time this comes out, I fully expect that to be um, sort of sold out really. Um, So you can find that, um, via friend the band from newcastle.bandcamp.com or via human worth records um so yeah definitely check that out it's, it's just so much fun so as ever it's the nine hits podcast it's nine amazing tracks that we found from scar and the underground and through submissions and beyond um next up um i found a band um quite by accident really called onion um on trouble in mind records um i think i got the email um from trouble in mind um we've played um sort of various bands from them before uh, a sort of label from Chicago. Um, it's always strange stuff, slightly off kilter, slightly odd. Um, and I just thought this was quite interesting. It's quite sort of um, almost like no wave um, in, at times. Um, lots of synth, um, sort of nods to the band Suicide, maybe. Um, I just thought it was just really um, like a quirky little album. And the whole record's quite interesting. Nothing really kind of goes beyond two or three minutes. Um, and it's it's kind of pop if pop was kind of. Um, limited to um, very basic synthy garage sort of rock from the eighties. Um, um, I just thought it was just like a nice little curiosity. What did you make of this one, Pete? It's not ma- main. Uh, it's not really sort of um, usual nine hertz fair. No, but but I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, which surprised me itself actually. I, there's a mention of X-ray specs in there. It reminded me of this like very personal kind of experience, but the. Uh, um, I had, when I was at university, I had some friends who were kind of a lot older. So I was, when I was 18, 19, I mean, they're in their thirties, they're not ancient, but they felt it. And they were intent on kind of playing to me music that was anti-establishment and, and different and, and trying to explain that it wasn't just metal that did that. And it, you know, it got me into, well, tried to get me into like eighties punk and post-hardcore and new wave and goth. Um, and, you know, we, they took me to Fugazi and New Model Army gigs and all these types of things. You know, it, it, it was, I, I got it. You know, I really understood it. And I had a lot of good times with that. It didn't really change my musical tastes. But <laughs> that's what, as soon as I, had, honestly, I played this, I just played the album straight through, you know, more than once as well when you when you sent it across. And that, it took me back to that. It took me back to those experiences. So, that was, you know, that was a nice thing for me. Um, yeah, I liked it. And I like it. it's minimalist 
with its instruments it's straight it, it feels strange and that feels like incredible at points with that um yeah i just you know I, I don't know if i'll go back to it but when i was listening to it, i felt like i was hugely into it but without really knowing why yeah and um i think it comes from a highly creative city yeah leipzig in germany seems to be this almost like an epicenter of creative bands it's like a lot of strange um kind of punk and noise bands we played a few um uh Setoed and um sword breaker from there and there just seems to be this kind of burgeoning kind of like left-wing kind of underground uh there um i've heard sort of rumors that these like east german cities like were kind of being taken over by the far right so um loads of leftists from kind of like you know berlin and, and that area uh moved there to almost like counter that and, and i think that's really inspiring i don't know if this is the case with these guys you know they, they could be just from leipzig and just happen to be in this um, amazing scene but um i thought this was really interesting so um the record is called uh onion and you can get it on Tribbly and Mind Records. Uh, you can get this via onion.bandcamp.com. And um, we're going to play uh, one of the sort of short tracks. This is Shrunken Head. So that was a band called Onion. Absolutely brilliant stuff there, like proper like synth overload. Um, next up, we're going into this dense um, kind of decaying, like, I don't know, it, it feels like a digital kind of smear of a record, but it's it's like half an hour uh, for two tracks of death metal. And this is just like punishing stuff, Pete. Features members of Friend, uh, who we sort of opened the podcast with, as we've sort of like alluded to. And um yeah, but we couldn't like skip this one. I think I would have picked this one as well. I had this on my sort of wish list, um, and it's given me a great excuse to buy it. So, um, yeah, just like a duo making very dense um, death metal um, in a traditional sense, I guess. But there's something about it, isn't there? It's it's, it's strange. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know obviously kind of going into two thirty minute tracks is you know of death metal of weird death metal is you know is an ordeal is a is a you know an experiment on yourself, but. Yeah, the fact it's on cruel nature, the fact that you know the that kind of um, the pedigree of, of bands that they're in, and the links to you know bands like Friend, you know already, just you know meant it was worth that investment. And, and you know, cruel nature as well put out six releases at the same time on the day this came out. You know, immediately six things came out, and there was you know like um, electronica and ambient and drone and punk, and then this. You know, cruel nature. You know, if Newcastle is a kind of you know, up and coming, or the scene of the UK, then Cruel Nature is at its heart. I, I, I just, I, I found this bewildering, and but completely immediately knew we had to play it because it's, it was just, it's got its strangeness. You know, marks it out as something different. Um, it just distorts and stretches and mutates it, so it becomes this sprawling, gurgling monster. You know, it's like a portal to stranger worlds. You know, it's like the, you know, the logical endpoints of the bands who, who push death metal boundaries out there. You know, for, you know, right through from Demolik and you know, and the, and, and bands like Portal themselves. So, uh, I don't know. I just I found myself lost in it. Um, 
the only band that kind of I could really do a, like a, a link to, which is is probably a kind of a useless comparison because I'm not sure many people know of them, but um, uh, they're called Joan from Ico, who are from Sheffield, oh, yeah. and, and kind of yeah. similarly, you know, more people should get into that that band. So worth it's worth saying, you know, create this really strange death metal. Um, you know, it's like a madness. It creates something genuinely compelling, and I think it's worth people kind of giving their time over to that and, and like losing themselves in it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, this could have been lost among um, the releases of the day as well. And I don't think much fanfare has been made about it. So I think it, it's almost, it's not wasted, but it's kind of, it's going to like burn into the right minds and, and people who are f- sort of following this label. But um, hopefully by playing this, we'll get some more people interested, but yeah, this is so cool. Um, and, and so odd. It's like, um, a perfect painting of, of a death metal record and then someone's just like bleached it or something. It's, it's so cool. Um, so yeah, if you want to uh, sort of order it, they've got a limited edition tape that's on pre-order now, only 40 copies uh, of that uh, in total, I think. So um, we're going to play an excerpt from the song Blinked. Uh, there's another track on there called Collapse, both half an hour each. And um, yeah, I encourage you to get lost like deeply in this. It's amazing stuff. Um, at the moment, you can also get um, all 175 Cruel Nature uh, records releases um, digitally for about 20 quid. Um, so that's probably a good idea as well. Um, if you want to hear this, go to cruelnaturerecordings.bandcamp.com. So that was the excellent Dibbuck from Newcastle on Cruel Nature Recordings there. Uh, next up, we've got the latest release from The Sludge Lord. Um, this is amazing stuff. A band called Hush um, with an album uh, 
called the Pornography of Ruin. Now, um, this band are formed of various members of um, bands that you probably wouldn't expect. So From Ashes Rise, I think, and um, Self-Defense Family, who are kind of this nomadic kind of collective, like making this really strange off-kilter hardcore. And I think that kind of bleeds into this um, this new band. Um, so yeah, Hush, um, Sound, I don't know. It's, it's just like, it's so ridiculously heavy and i love the um sort of scratchy vocals on this um like aaron's got a real good ear for um kind of unusual but like bluntly heavy bands and i think this is another one that's just kind of yeah ticks a lot of sludge lord boxes really mm. yeah it's I, I never quite settled with this i never knew where it was or where it was going but i think that you know that is a good thing yeah i think the, the opening it felt like neurosis vocals over a kylisa track and then it kind of just seems to, to kind of remain there. It's like happily stalking the muddy waters rather than kind of kicking on. Um, and, and I, you know, I just thought maybe it's just patiently holding on for what feels like the, you know, the inevitable avalanche of whether, whether that's going to come back in, you know, in a massive sludge wave or, you know, in, in the kind of post-metal, you know, crescendo. But it doesn't exactly arrive. Instead, it just stays there. And, and you know, there's a bit where it's spoken word almost. It feels It feels slightly artsy, but... But actually, it seems, you know, instead it kind of thickens the tense atmosphere. Um, and then when the riffs do come, it's, it was much slower than I imagined. It was way more doom than I thought it was It was where it's heading. I, I, like, I never really kind of got my head around it. So much so that when it ends, it was only like four minutes long. I actually I actually wished it carried on. But then yeah. perhaps, you know, perhaps that's, you know, I need the full album to kind of fully reveal all, I guess. Yeah, it, it's such a strange track that, like, I want to hear the rest of it. And um, yeah, I think with with particularly that, that link to Self Defense Family, like their records are wildly different from sort of release to release. And um, you know, you'd kind of have to like figure out where they were going each time. And I think that might be where this record goes as well. So yeah, um, really, really glad that something this unique's been put out on um, such a, a label that that is is mainly known for its um you know noisy um sort of um aggression really so uh excellent stuff so as we said the album's called the pornography of ruin via sludgelordrecords.bandcamp.com uh we can play the only track that's been released so far which is there can be no forgiveness without the shedding of blood
So that was an amazing new band called Hush on Sludge Lord Records. Absolutely brilliant stuff there. Um, next up, we've got a band called The Grey Goo. And um, I absolutely had no idea what to expect from this one, Pete. But it's this wonderful, like, psychedelic, slightly um, cod, um, like, sludge, like, psych sort of mess. And I absolutely loved it. The whole thing is just so interesting. And it feels like a really weird concept record. I don't know if you listened um, to that last track, Cop Punk, as well, because that's absolutely hilarious. Mm. Um, it sort of like sets up with almost like a, um, you know, a cop like breaking down a door for like a drug raid or something. It's fantastic. It's it's, it's like a knock knock joke gone wrong. Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, but the, the whole record's so interesting and it's got like loads of weird samples on it, loads of strange vocals. The riffs and the production are just like tip top really exciting stuff and I, I i can't wait to hear more to be honest i, I kind of want to mm. dip back into i think they put out a demo last year um so i'm gonna go and listen to that as well um yeah i'm just really glad you found this one pete mm. yeah yeah I, I, I mean the the big bit for me that those kind of funk interludes are just yeah weird you know there's a, i think somewhere they describe themselves as doom funk fusion you know it's like a it's, you know, it's the thing you didn't know you needed in your life, right? and it then even when you're told, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even when you're told there is a band doing it, a you you know you don't believe it's any you know it's an accurate description, and b no way that's going to be any good. But here we are, um, yeah, yeah, you know that the artwork, kind of typical stoner psych artwork, but with three wizards riding a bike, that kind of drew me into this. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know then you know it's a long track this one it's the opening track it's got a really good video to it it's it's psychedelic doom it's it's got a bit of like the sword or even red fang in there and then and then yeah it just breaks into a, a funk middle section i just like you know and you just end up going further down the hole from there onwards i loved every second of it you know like i say i loved every second of it i, I kind of was i i it was bits where I was just like, what, what are they doing? But I always kind of respected it for that. I always kind of loved the, the freedom of it. Um, even if I wasn't, you know, even if I was like, that's gone completely where I wouldn't expect. And I'm not quite sure what I think about it. You, you've got to respect it and you've got to kind of just go along with the flow of it. I think. Um, yeah. You know, you just got to, I think it's a song and an album where you just, you know, you hold your hands up and go congratulate the band on their, like their innovation and, and just their, you know, going their own way because it's if if this is the output, then more bands should do this. Yeah, it's so strange, um, and I think that's kind of why I was drawn. To, I mean, the the funk um, bits kind of like completely blindsided me, but I was like, I actually love this. You know, um, yeah, I, I encourage people to just listen to the whole thing because it's it's an absolute work of art, and it's yeah, I, I think it's one of my favorite records we found this year. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear this, um, the record's called Nineteen Forty Three. Uh, you can get it at thegraygoo.bandcamp.com and uh, we're going to play the opening track. This is Bicycle Day. Bicycle Day 
So that was a band called The Grey Goo. Absolutely amazing stuff there. Uh, next up, we've got the return of Baselvart, who are a band from Flint, Michigan. And we've played before. We played a track from uh, The Higher Power, which came out in September 2021. Um, they've got a new record out uh, called An Old Forgotten Text. And uh, yeah, I got the email. Um, immediately listened, immediately had to play uh, this opening track, The Master. Um, Pete, I mean, we've we've sort of talked about this band before, but like the closest like comparison I can always make uh, to this is um, Meads of Asphodel and and the weird kind of black black metal via kind of I don't know schizo like almost Frank Zappa style weirdness. Um, and the the cover looks like some some weird like occult slash um you know stonemasons kind of um weird symbolic thing um uh maybe or maybe like a punk record from the 70s or something it's, yeah. it's just so cool um really really interesting record isn't it yeah funnily enough in terms of the cover i had it like as a you know like back of the classroom hand drawn you know by the lonely metalhead on a post-it note you know so yes. um yeah which is you know it takes into account the luminescent color um yeah, you know that that last release. You know, there's there's been quite a lot of music vaguely like this in recent years. You know, concoctions of unlikely genres mixed with black metal. You know, like you think of the Grimestone roster, uh, chip tune influences, surf rock, black metal. Uh, you know, Gone Mage, Karenir, all that stuff. But nothing for me comes as close. You know, for, in terms of enjoyment, as that last Basil Fat release. Um, you know, I think it was described as like Thin Lizzy gone grim, uh, you know, and that, that concoction was genuinely incredible. I really loved that album. So yeah, we're both chuffed with an early return. It's not, well, it's not a year, is it? So I've, I've, I've been on holiday, so I've only had a chance to listen to this one track so far, but I'm going to devour the rest of this tomorrow. Um, yeah, a, a fast return. And it, if this, you know, the rest of the album's this good, it's, you know, it's, yeah, I'm really happy for it. Yeah, I mean it's a really dense record. It's it's absolutely crammed, and it's it's probably like over an hour in length as well. But it doesn't sort of suffer from that, uh, which I think some bands um, who kind of explore stuff like this can. It, it just continues to kind of captivate and um, make an impression. So um, yeah, so if you like the sound of this, um, the record's called "An Old Forgotten Text." And get this at baselvarts.bandcamp.com. This is the master.
So that was the return of Basel Vart. Absolutely amazing stuff there. Uh, next up, we've got a band that I'd never come across before, and I'm really glad you've kind of picked Pete. This is a band called Secret Fire from Santa Rosa, California. Um, and it's just two tracks, um, a record called Din. Um, yeah, this kind of like hit me from all sides, really. It's, it's just so um, alive and, um, you know, interesting. And um, yeah, I, I don't know, it conjured up um, bands like um, Comets on Fire, like that kind of wild um, Appalachian style of, like, I don't know, just it, almost like a folk via psych sort of sound, but with this um, heavy, like, underbelly to it. I, I just absolutely loved it. But the ho- both tracks are absolutely brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, we picked, between us, we picked eight other tracks, which are completely bonkers this week, I think. Um, yes. <laughs> and this is more, you know, this is less so. This is more traditionally, you know, nine hertz fair in the old days. But, you know, no doubt in my mind I was picking this from the second I played it. I just, you know, picked it on a whim based on the cover. You know, the cover's, the cover's good, but it's, yeah, I don't know why. It's just, I, I just had a feeling for it. And, yeah, I, I loved it. it was just, and I think everyone will, surely. You know, if you don't love this after after three seconds, then I, I don't, you know, I don't understand you. Um, it's just fried instrumental, heavy psych. You know, it's it's from California, which is probably apt. You know, think of, is that, you know, what, those, those bands you mentioned, spot on. You know, you think of like Komodo Records and TP Records of the 2000s and, you know, all their rosters, you know, think of like Earthless and Danova and Quest for Fire and, and even like Nebula, I guess, with those wailing mm. guitars. You know, I, I, like I said on the last track, I, I, I was on holiday and, and I played this while I sat on the beach. Um, I mean, it was North Wales, not California, but still, you know, I, I was, you know, it wasn't exactly the same temperatures, but like, you know, sat there watching the windsurfers and uh, yeah, it felt brilliantly apt and uh, yeah, I love it. Could almost blink and be on a Californian beach. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not Anglesey. Yeah. Amazing. Anglesey, yeah. Anglesey versus California. Brilliant. Um, yeah. I, I, I fully agree. It's, it's just, it feels warm and it just feels like uh, ecstatic, uh, which is what I was after with the, yeah, we've kind of gone through the, um, the misery and the weirdness this week. Uh, and this is just something to kind of bring a smile to your face again. Um, so yeah, the record's called Din. Uh, you can get this at secretfirepsych.bandcamp.com and uh, we can play the song Smoke Whip.
So that was a band called Secret Fire. Uh, next up, we've got a band from Leeds called Honor Snop, who um, we've seen many times and uh, have been releasing music for a long, long time. And I'd kind of forgotten um, they're around for a little bit. So um, I, it must be about two or three years since I've seen them. Uh, and they've cropped up there coming out on Nerve Alter, which is amazing. Um, a, band, uh, a label from New York. Um, they put out some of the world's best grindcore. Uh, excellent kind of distribution for, for a band like this. And um, yeah, it feels like Honest Not might have kind of hit the big time here. So um, the name, I, I always think the name's amazing um, with, with this band because it apparently comes from like um, someone who was really drunk sending them a predictive text message and all it said was Honest Not. Um, no idea what they were trying to communicate, but um, it's sort of lived on for for several years now. Um, Pete, I mean, we, we know the deal with this band. It's fast, it's heavy, it's, it's disgusting. Um, the cover is something else um i think people have to just go and have a look at this at nervealter.bandcamp.com um but yeah i just thought this was like produced to it within an inch of its life but it loses none of the punk energy mm. yeah you know i i, I like the nervealter description of them as like ingenious irreverence which is perfect it's not said in any way to be derogatory you know there's a there's a reason owner snap have prevailed for quite a few years now it's you know the why why they're loved by so many people why they're the first band you'll find on the, you know, on a uh, grindcore festival, you know, that you're heading to, um, because they'll be on that bill. You know, it's guaranteed practically. It's because they do this, you know, whatever this is, you know, it's fast core, power violence, grindcore, whatever, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. They do it better than most, I think. You know, add, add in the fact that they're a northern band, a Yorkshire band, so you know, we get the pleasure of seeing them more often than um, than most. Um, yeah, and speaking specifically to this EP. You know, I, I, they do have a skill and I, I I don't know, I can't, it's hard to kind of nail down what 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 it is that kind of sets them apart, but they they manage to kind of create a sound which still um, still feels distinct, you know, between the tracks, despite the insane pace. You know, there's, I would say like an airy touch to it, which is complete, completely the wrong thing to say, but it's, it, it, you know, despite it pile driving ahead, it never, de- you know, descends into like this one amorphous blob. Like you can, you know, sometimes a power violence record can end, you know, in five minutes after you started. It's t- 10 tracks and you don't even realize it's skipped between them. Not, you know, it's not the case with them. It's not, there's, you know, distinction there. Um, yeah. And I just think they sound as good as everyone here. And that's, you know, that that's a, a bearing in mind that, you know, they've they put out great releases already. That's a really high praise, I think. Absolutely. And I, th- I think, like I said before, Nerve Alter is a perfect home for them because this will bring them to a new audience, which is always good. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is over in about 10 minutes, but you wouldn't know, to be honest. There's so much going on here. Hmm. Uh, and it definitely sort of like warrants like multiple plays, which I always think is good with Grindcore because you can kind of let uh, Grindcore kind of pass you by a little bit. Um, and it's not the case here at all. So if you want to hear this, you can go to nervealter.bandcamp.com and uh, we're going to play a song called Impotent Machine. So that was on a snop from Leeds out now on Nerve Alter. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so we're going to end this week uh, with a band from uh, Rio de Janeiro uh, called La Trau. And um, yeah, this, this kind of blew my head off a little bit, Pete. So uh, on, on sort of like first, 
first viewing this this looks like any other kind of i don't know like um sludgy um kind of like hardcore release um but it's got kind of like weird um instrumentation like folded in and like it, there's more going on than just like another heavy band here i mean there's a bit of drum and bass in the in the first track here and it's just so unique that i had to keep playing it through like time after time and um yeah, I, I might have kind of worn this out for myself, really. Um, I actually got the warning from Bandcamp before I bought it, like, you need to buy this now. <laughs> I got that little message, that, that sweet little message that gives you. So, yeah, that's always a good sign. Um, so, yeah, the record's called Fardo Eterno. I mean, where did you find it? Uh, yeah, I looked out on this one as well, just complete chance. Um, and then, you know, a lot of, you know, that people know, know when you're on Bandcamp, it'll often the band will have start you off on the track they want you to listen to first. Um, and, you know, particularly when you've got an intro track or a track which is different from the rest or, you know, like a lead-off single, it'll point you there. So, But it didn't. It started you off on that first track, which, like you say, it's drum and bass, it's electronica. It's, it's, you know, it's strange. The last track is a remix of that as well. Yeah. But then in between, there's these three tracks which are completely different and it throws you. And for some reason, they're kind of, that, you know, it's it's a it's really interesting opening track, but it wasn't, you know, it's not what I thought, and I could, I suppose, I could have easily skipped past, but I'm really glad I didn't. You know, it reminds me, I think, what you're saying, like with um, with the instrumentation, it reminds me of Deaf Kids. Although maybe I'm just, you know, judging that because of shared Brazilian nationality, I don't know. But that's what you know, it, it is. I think it's got some of that in there. Got and then, spirit. yeah, yeah, and then you get in, you know, you get into these tracks, particularly this one, Culpa. Um, it, you know, this is like full on scarred doom at points, you know, that it's described as sludge core, you know, it's, it's slow and weighty. The, the vocals dominate, I think completely fierce, it, you know, we're in Indian or Lord Mantis territory, you know, that's, you know, that's how fierce they are. And then I like how the pace flips as well, you know, between the typical sludge, like trudge. And then the faster hardcore pace, I suppose that's, that justifies the sludge core tag, I guess. And it reminds you, you know, reminds you of bands like Dystopia in many ways. The whole yes, thing. Yes, that's a, that's a yeah. great comparison, yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing is, it just feels thrilling, I thought. You know, it's absolutely kind of rotten sludge, but, but weirdly like vibrant and alive and, and colourful. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I loved it. And I, yeah, I'm going to listen to it again. I, I, there's not much I go back to. Um, you know, we, we're always on the hunt for new stuff. But I think this is one I'm going to actually return to and, and just play a, a few more times. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear this, um, you can go to litrow.bandcamp.com. Um, like I say, there's only um, sort of five tracks here, but they're all worth kind of hearing. Uh, we're going to play the song Culpa. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> 